Right, we're back for another episode. Um, it's, of course, Ethan Williams and Charlie Hamilton, as always, with you here. We've got a very busy list of topics to discuss today. The, uh, the Formula One in uh, Las Vegas, fascinating, as always. Uh, some controversy in the darts world, Charlie. I don't know if you heard about the old match-fixing scandal. We'll get onto that. Um, and then, mate, I've got an absolute blinder of a national team who's having a decent week. So uh, plenty to get onto, um, plenty to discuss. Um, lots of conversations to be had. Maybe maybe some decent segments in there this week too. Um, you know, we might chuck in that rings a bell from last week. That that seems to go down well. And um, indeed, from from that, Charlie, what what would you like to start us off with? And how, how, how's your week going? Oh, brilliant week, mate. The uh, the, the Wi Fi is holding up beautifully here. Yeah? Oh, had, had a bit of a delay getting the podcast started. Please. Yep, uh, <laughs> yep, and uh, the Wi Fi is playing up, but we'll we'll keep moving. The camera's now off. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll roll with the punches. We'll, uh, we'll see that. if that helps. We'll, we'll, we'll just roll with the punches. <laughs> yeah, we'll seriously roll with the punches as the Wi-Fi has chucked a humongous spanner in the works. <laughs> Huge spanner in the works, mate. Is it the same uh, Wi-Fi? Okay. Are we dealing with something different here? You are. Is this the same Wi-Fi as always, or are we dealing with something different? Yeah. No, no, no. The Wi-Fi is just, just seriously on a, on a low one right now, but... You know, it just adds it just adds to the culture. It adds to the uh, the beauty of the podcast. You know, we're yeah. uh... <laughs> not not too sure about that, one, mate. If I'm being completely honest with you. Anyway, mate, I'll tell you where I'd love to start. Okay, if, um, if if my Wi-Fi isn't affecting us too bad, it's yeah. the um absolutely astonishing spectacle that was the uh, the Las Vegas Grand Prix. Oh, good. I thought you might want to start there. Go on. Just a quick, just a quick point, which was the uh, my favorite moment of the whole thing was that random bloke <laughs> thought he was at the boxing. Welcome in Checo. <laughs> and the funniest thing is, Perez just instantly appears in view halfway through his name. <laughs> and usually in the boxing, it takes a bit of time for these people to sort of emerge. And Perez just appears. And he's still saying his name. And Perez is just looking around, just like... You are, mate. <laughs> oh, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, good, mate. Good. I'll be honest with you, that, 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 that loud thing you did, I'm not sure anyone will get that because the Wi-Fi... Took a break halfway through that that big that big boxing intro you did for us. Um, oh, brilliant! You know, the gist of the story, mate, comes across. You know all that. <laughs> so cool. Did you see that thing about the manhole cover? No, mate. <laughs> what during the practice? <laughs> Can't remember which car it was. Because like, I'm not really that interested in. But I saw a video on Twitter, and because you know how they're racing on like streets. Yes. Oh, yeah, the drain. And this bloke's gone over the drain cover and it's just obviously not quite put down correctly. It's big sparks, mate. Big sparks. That is <laughs> mental. They, car. Mental they hadn't tested the track out. You would have thought so. And, yeah. That's literally yeah. in the first practice, the car's just broken by a drain in the middle of last Vegas. Indeed, yeah. Not ideal. Yeah, like the idea of it. I think the idea of it is really cool. Yeah. You know? I I think the idea of having an F1 race at Las Vegas is 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 a seriously good idea. It's yes. just the problem is that the execution of it was so poor. I watched a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good to see, mate. Good to see. It, it didn't have too big of an impact on the result. Yeah. No. No, indeed. No. Uh, um, they deserve it one with yeah. some more. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, the, the person who was always going to win one. Um, so. That, that was exciting for everyone, all the, all the new fans in America who maybe haven't been quite as engaged, looking forward to their first time maybe watching or going to an F1 race and 
um, caught an absolute thriller with uh, Max Verstappen yeah. winning. Yeah, congrats to congrats to Max. Sure, he's sure he's absolutely over the moon with it. Yeah, really, just you know, really shone a light on why we all mm. love it. Mate, to be fair, why you almost wonder why he's still racing? Because at this point, he's won everything. And mm. at what point do you like? I mean, I know, I know, F one's getting a lot safer than it was before. But at what point is the risk of like crashing or something just not worth it? What does he gain yeah. out? Hundred percent. I, I doubt he's getting a huge buzz from winning these. Uh, from winning these. Uh, absolute. absolute. Yeah. yeah. No, I just, I just find it kind of strange. I mean, you'd, you'd have thought with the, the, the danger and cost involved in running an F one car, you'd almost thought Red Bull are ready to pack up for the season, wouldn't you? Yeah, they don't need to be it. No, they literally don't. Do you see, do you see that? Um, you see that thing which was uh, every point um, that the public could could maybe sort of see the race from uh, every sort of bridge or or sort of side of the street where they could see the race from just got covered up because they didn't want anyone who wasn't buying tickets watching the race, and it just it just made Las Vegas a terrible place to be for anyone who wasn't there to watch the F one. Yeah, well, you know. I can't imagine why anyone would go to Vegas other than to watch F1, quite frankly. You know, pretty boring, pretty boring city, that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm only here for the F1. I don't know why you can... Oh, why would I ever go? You know, what even goes on there? I know. What was it famous for? I can't remember. Uh, they're, probably, they're probably doing quite, quite well in the international football setup, aren't they, mate? Yeah, the national team's doing all right, actually. Yeah, yeah. No, well, oh, <laughs> mate... Speaking of the national team over in the US, I don't know if you noticed, but Megan Rapino finally packed it in last week. <laughs> Her wonderful career. Oh, well played. I don't know if you, I don't know how familiar you are with, with her exploits, mate. Um, I would describe her as extremely aggressively outspoken um, and annoying, uh, if I'm being unbiased. Um, but she decided to retire. Her last game... Absolute gutting scene, mate. Tweaks her Achilles, had to come off. Ah, oh. absolute nightmare. And then sat in the press conference and said, and "This is an actual quote. Um, I think this is proof that God doesn't exist because I don't deserve this." It's wow. an actual quote. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, um, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair play to uh, to Rapinoe. You know. Um, yeah. Well, way, way to um way to keep things in perspective. You know. Um. Getting an injury um, must therefore mean you know that that's that's got, that's the only logical explanation really. Um, so good on her for really um, tackling the core of the the issue at hand there. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. You can clearly see you know she stays true to her beliefs. You mm. know, um, stays and, grounded, uh, she... doesn't get doesn't get too arrogant, doesn't get too too uh, ignorant of the situation going on around her. You got to respect that from a professional, I think. Excellent, excellent role model. Really. Mm, indeed, indeed. Yeah. One yeah. for us, us all to look up to. Yeah, I, I would say so. She actually, before her last game, she, um, as she was walking into the stadium, she brought a speaker with her to play yeah. her own music, her own walking music. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just so frustrating. You know, you see so many footballers who try and make their their lives, you know, like celebrities and such a song and a dance around them at all times. And so it's just cool to see one who's just really down to yeah. earth and um, yeah. Grounded in what she's doing. No, it's good. It's players like this is why we love the game. You know, mm, it's indeed. these moments of, of humility. Mm, mm, mm. And she will be sorely missed by everyone in world football. <laughs> yeah. And and well remembered. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, it, it really is, mate. I mean, astonishing 
to see someone so absorbed in themselves mm. in any setting really um but i mean she is something else in terms of thinking she's she's all that i mean good grief mate i'm quite lucky i don't really i don't really dip my toe in too much into into megan rapinoe's career but um it's kind of been um projected onto onto me i'd say living out here but um you know obviously she's part of a very successful team um part of a era of us women's soccer but it just just i I said like i think there are other players on that that team who, who will be very fondly remembered as athletes yeah and i think her legacy is going to be fondly remembered by a very very slim slither of the population um and the rest of them think she's annoying as all hell um, which is, I, was, I mean, I said, not really a shame because it's not like it's anyone else but her fault. But I just, you got to believe that even the most self-absorbed, arrogant, out of touch people at some point regret that that's how they're going to be remembered. You know, mm. is that is that is that maybe maybe that's just ignorance on our part, not not understanding the way these people's brain work. But it just just seems almost sad to me that for all all she actually did contribute, that that that's going to be the way that sort of yeah. Uh, most people will remember her as a, as a sort of character. It's just a bit yeah, embarrassing. It's, it's quite sad for any any sports person who is gen- genuinely like she 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 has probably changed women's football in America in mm. a big way. It's just that people aren't going to remember that anymore because no one likes her. Well, precisely. I mean, it says, you talk about destroying a legacy. It's just it's a shame because well, not not really a shame again because it's all her fault, but. You know, it's um, it's 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 you watch it from the outside and you go, "What are you doing to yourself?" Mm. You know, um, just just unbelievable legacy destruction. So, um, would say congrats to congrats on a great career in 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 football and congrats on an even better career in um, pissing everyone off. So, um, you did a great job of that, especially, and um, well, I'd say you'd be missed, but realistically, you won't be. So, um, yeah, cheers, cheers for coming. Mate, you said uh, you talked about a uh, international team. I want to, I want to hear. And actually, no, let me guess. I reckon, I reckon you've picked up this week. I reckon you've picked on the, um, the San Marines. Well, I was going to uh, give them a mention actually later in the show um, because they scored another goal, second consecutive game they've scored a goal in, uh, which is exciting for them. But there's actually something else that that caught my eye as I was looking through the national team results from this last week. And um, we mentioned Japanese national team were doing all right on this show recently. And I wanted to double down on that that assertion, um, but also bring something rather uh, in- interesting up in terms of their path to try and qualify for the World Cup in, I guess this is the start of 2026 World Cup qualification. Um, anyway, so um, Japan won their first game. Good result. Um, always helps when you get off the mark strong. Um, but you'd be you'd be fascinated to know who their group is for that qualification. <laughs> it it works on it works on area, doesn't it? In, in in the World Cup, I'm assuming that it's it's team teams that are near Japan. Well, it's the it's the Asian Association uh, okay. uh, yeah. qualifying yeah. process. Here we go. Could you could, could I guess? Could, could I have a have a little whirl at who might be in their group? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'll chuck an Australia in there. You know, an, an average side. No, Australia, absolutely not. No. Uh, what about Vietnam? No, bit bit no. warm, but, but no. Right. Well, my last go will be uh, 
uh, the Kazakhs. Kazakhstan. Yeah, Kazakhstan actually play in Europe for some reason. Mate, so that's not a very good guess. But um, all right, they're India. Yeah, India's in the group. Cheers, mate. India aren't in the group either. Yeah. But again, that, that, that's a bit bit closer. So what what on? Yeah, you can probably tell me now. Um, I did see that um, Qatar won eight one on uh, on the other day against Afghanistan. Good side. So great side. No, I know a few of that. That's actually. No, but um, <laughs> Japan, Japan's group for World Cup qualification has Myanmar, otherwise known as Burma. <laughs> Burma. Yeah, cheers, Top Gear. Yeah. Syria, nice place. Good side. And Love North players. North Korea. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You see, that's that's a tough fixture right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a hostile game that you're gonna go and play there. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't know what's gonna happen there. You know? No, you, you, you wouldn't fancy that away there as a fan. I can't imagine no. the Japanese fans that are making that trip. <laughs> I mean, Indeed. what a group, mate! That is, yeah, like just a group mate, of countries. Mate, mate, I don't think Myanmar are particularly stable currently either. No, I don't think they are. That's rather the uh, rather, <laughs> but it's just it's just brilliant too. Because can you imagine getting this shit? Oh, who are we playing? Who have we got? <laughs> All right, North Korea. Not not a great start. Oh, Syria. Oh, okay, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Burma. Oh, you know, like, Jesus, man. You know, yeah. give us one that we can feel a bit safer. All that. Oh, can you imagine the away days? Yeah. I yeah. can see a little Japanese TikTok just going, the away day to Syria. <laughs> yeah, away day limbs. Mate, it would just, I, I can guarantee all those away days are just going to be in neutral locations, probably. <laughs> You forgot where it's very possible actually. I wonder where Syria played their game recently. Yeah, no, that's quite a good point actually. Information on it. Um, Syria played against North Korea this week. Who do you think won that game? I, I reckon. I reckon North Korea got the dub. No mate, Syria one 0 with a penalty, but that was a fucking thriller. <laughs> oh, wow, mate. I reckon the away, the away days for North Koreans was really worth that trip. I reckon. Long, long trip home, that isn't it? Actually, it is. It's a fucking mile away if you think about it, because it's one side of Asia to the other. <laughs> Yeah, let's have a look. Um, that was played at the Prince Abdullah Al Faisal Stadium, isn't that in Qatar? I do have a feeling that is a sat like a, a Saudi a Saudi ground. Yeah, oh yeah, it was in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah, so Syria played their games in Saudi Arabia. I reckon a lot, a lot of those sides play in Saudi Arabia, mate. Yeah, I wonder where North. I'm so, nice to have a place to home like that. You know? I mean, surely Japan don't actually have to pop off to. You know, North Korea. I reckon, right? game, aren't they? I reckon they've got all their home games in Japan and all their A games are out in, uh, out in South. I mean, that would be unreal. Hang on, let's have a look here. You know, North Korea was in a World Cup in 2000. And... I thought it was South South Korea often get in the World Cups, don't they? South Korea pretty much always do, but North Korea were in the World Cup in South Africa. Can you imagine the derby? They did something. They, they beat someone, I think, actually. What, North Korea? They did no. They did something fun at the World Cup. Let's have a look. The World Cup 2010. I, I I don't. I feel ridiculous saying they beat. They, they did something. Oh no! They gave Brazil a good game. That was it. They lost three uh, nil yeah. three coast, seven nil to Portugal. But then Brazil South Korea. It was two one. Yeah. Hmm. Mate, I I I'd love to see a derby. I won't lie. The, the North Koreans take off the South. Mate, that would be unreal. Imagine the hostility. That would be unreal. You would not want to be an away fan in the uh, 
No, you'd be, you'd be fearing for your life slightly there, wouldn't you? Yeah, no, indeed. indeed. Wouldn't want to hang around long. Let's have a look. North Korea football team, home stadium, enter. Um, let's have a look here. Right, okay. Home stadium is the Kim Tu Sung Stadium. Uh, seats 50,000 people, constructed in 1926. I bet, I bet, that, I bet that's, I bet that's more rickety than Old Trafford these days, mate. I don't reckon that's received any upkeep. Uh, I bet that's a bit of a tough, tough spot to be in there, especially as a South Korean, mate. Wouldn't want Huen Min Song going, uh, <laughs> no, going a few part, a few past the uh, the North Koreans there, mate. No, you, you, you'd, you'd, um, you'd, I think you'd end up taking a nil nil if that was the position you were in. Yeah. Sort yeah, of go, oh no, no, we'll just, we'll just play out the nil nil. We'll take the draw and we'll yeah. go alive. Yeah, we did just score. Pretty sure it was offside there, mate. You know, yeah, get yeah. on it, lads. Well, got to do it, mate. Got to do it. Oh, speaking of Asia, um, India didn't have much luck on uh, Saturday. Oh, mate, Sunday. These these poor lads. I mean, they won every game in the tournament <laughs> by, by miles. Yeah, literally battered everybody in the tournament, and then went to play Australia. Who've? I mean, they've had a decent tournament. Pretty we, I'm pretty sure we had a conversation about being crap at some point on this show, didn't we? Yeah, oh no, mate. I'm pretty sure they started pretty poorly. And yeah. it's such a classic. Like, I can't remember the last sort of World Cup or major tournament in any sport which is sort of fully untouched. Like, you know, you don't lose a game hmm. in the whole thing. I just feel like perfect tournaments are so rare. And yeah. it's always like that sort of third or fourth seed which actually end up doing it on the on on the day, on the final, you know? But I mean, Indeed. I think it's sort of as much as I don't like to say it, it sort of tops off an Australian era of some top quality players. Obviously, you know, we're very sad to hear that that was cut up by a sandpaper incident, which we will never forget. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. But um, yep. no, I mean, I mean, the Australians are a good side, and to go to India and and win a World Cup final against India in India doesn't get much better than that, I don't mm. think. And uh, yes. especially how good how good a side that Indian side is. Virat mm. mm. Kohli playing out of his skin in the tournament, and also did you see how he got out. He sort of just it was sort of like a wayside delivery, which he sort of just like tried to prod into the offside, and it's just dropped onto his own stumps. I felt absolutely gutted for him, mate, when I saw the video of that. Oh yeah, no, absolutely he's a good bloke. Great, great bloke. Need more people <laughs> like him around. Yeah, especially considering everyone in the country just head over heels for this play. Yeah, 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 yeah. He needs some support, mate. Like, now more than ever. You know, you're going to hear it from every single one of them that Virat Kohli's the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a mate. No, exactly. No, it couldn't happen to a better bloke or bunch of blokes, to be honest. No, the bunch of blokes is the real, the real kicker. Maybe that's a new segment, mate. Couldn't happen to a better bunch of blokes. Oh, you need you need someone to get it in there, don't you, mate? <laughs> oh, mate, we've got to fill the time. You know what I mean? Well, I'm starting to have to roll with the punches, you know? Yeah, no, no, you will, mate. But that's all right. You're, you're not, not, not a big problem for you, mate. Uh, it's ringing a few bells, actually. Is it? You can manage it. Oh, yeah, it's real, mate, the bells are fucking clanging everywhere. <laughs> Unreal, mate. Unreal. Unreal. Uh, mate, bells. I um, did you did you see the thing about the um? The darts match fixing allegations. I didn't. I actually didn't see oh, anything. Mate. This this bloke, uh, his name is Prakash Jimmer. Um, 
If you've ever heard of him, I don't know. <laughs> Never heard of him, mate. Never heard oh, of him. Fair enough, mate. Anyway, the suggestion is that um, he's facing match allegations. Match match fixing allegations has been suspended indefinitely for basically just just missing doubles, mate. Just just missing doubles like it's his job. Um, the, the interesting thing with the video is that. The leg goes on a long time and he misses a lot of doubles. But it occurred to me as I was watching, I was like, well, surely that means the other bloke in this match is missing just as many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What we talked about. <laughs> if you watch the video, it's hard to believe that a professional darts player could miss that many doubles. It really, like, it really, really is. It's like if me and you went down the pub and had to play. That's that's kind of what, yeah. what, we're, what we're talking about. Like, just, it was, you know, it was double 20, missed, missed. Did, did he end up? Did he yeah. end up losing that game? I believe that's sort of the point of match fixing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just, just checking with you, mate. Really. No, <laughs> it's fair, mate. I just, you know, slightly confused. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't overlook the fact. No, no. I get. I was just saying. I find it strange. He was. He's in trouble for match fixing. I don't. I don't think he. I don't think. I don't think the point was to play poorly and win, mate. Yeah, yeah. little laps presentation there mate <laughs> oh little laps mate it's all right yeah, little... oh, there's a new segment <laughs> i could be mate just roll <laughs> it's all right um no so so it's a good it's a great it's a cracking video you should you go watch it on your own time and all that but um this bloke sort of just keeps stumbling up to the hockey and just <laughs> no not a <laughs> mate, mate i'll tell you what it's pretty talented to deliberately miss well that's like... what i'm going to say is it's like it, it, it's the darts are pretty bad but they're some of them are still close yeah. you know some of them are still on like a centimeter out of the you know the the um yeah. the ring and so you, you sort of sit and you're like well if this bloke was good enough to do that on purpose surely he'd be good enough to hit the doubles and win <laughs> games and be a little bit more famous than some bloke yeah. i've never heard of but you could actually end up making money right <laughs> you're actually winning tournaments like, winning than patches than these. like it's that. not that complicated I don't, I, I, I don't know enough to speak on the situation. I've never played professional darts myself, but it strikes me that anyone who could match fix as accurately as he was mm. should be making more money playing at the top of the sport. Yeah. Would be uh, my assessment of the situation. Yeah, it reminds me of the uh, about the one metre no ball from Mohammed Amir in 2010 at Lords. Mm. Mm. The young bloke bursts onto the scene. Managed yeah. to overstep by about three feet. It's always a tough look. No one would notice. Yeah. You see, if he was actually good at what he did, maybe he'd, he'd have been able to miss it by like a couple of centimetres, you know? Well, that's sort of my point here is, you know, if, if 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 he knew what he was doing, he would have been a bit more careful and overstepped by a foot or half a foot. Not, not the like three strides. And it's the same thing here. It's like, well, if he was really trying to match fix, wouldn't he have done about it a slightly different way than 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 hoping that his, his darts landed exactly where he needed them to. Um one centimetre outside where it where it was going to screw over. So anyway, you know, fair play to Prakash if this is all some elaborate matrixing scheme, but uh, hasn't hasn't worked out if that is what it is. Um hey, this bloke sounds like a genuinely quite like he's, he sounds like he's got the ability to be a decent player. <laughs> yeah, well was, uh, yeah, but I mean, obviously not because uh he's not Playing. Mate, I um, mate, I I don't I don't know if you've seen, the the listeners will know the end result, but uh, 
is England versus North Macedonia tonight. Oh. And there's uh, there's been a goal. Oh, oh is there? It's, it's half time. And the score is North Macedonia 1. <laughs> England 0. Good. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. Brilliant. That is fucking abysmal. <laughs> it's horror. Wow. The North Macedonians are tearing us apart here, lads, in North Macedonia. I mean, mm. I mean, I, could, I couldn't think of a tougher team to play right now. To be fair, it does look like they've got 10 men behind the ball. God, Southgate's complaining about a, a missed penalty. See, did you see the other result, by the way? I mean, yeah, what, a, scrape, a scraped win over Malta. I mean, are you kidding me? Mental. With the team, with the players we've got. But also the aspirations we've got, mate. How how are you expecting us to do anything in the national tour? Well, we're taking two nils against fucking Malta. Yeah. No disrespect to Malta, by the way. Intended there. Yeah, good side. There's anyone really listening to Malta? Yeah, you've got a great team, lovely country, but um, hey, no. you should be battering you. Mate, it's ridiculous how we can't go to North Macedonia. Like, even just like you, I'd sort of accept the Malta result if it was a one-off, <laughs> but it's clearly not a one-off. Mm. And the side England have got, and oh, mate, eighty-one percent possession. Cheers, Southgate. That's probably about eighty percent backward passing. Yeah, that that'll be the centre backs have played some beautiful passes to each other. Oh my god! Is, is Jordan Henderson playing? Because if he is, then I, I, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> Mate, he's uh he's on the bench. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be an impact sub. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. No, he'll he'll win us the game. No, I mean it's it's just an embarrassment in so many respects. That the way that the team goes about it now. I mean, it's for how exciting a group of players we've got. Yeah. Dire our football is, and it really does just go a new level each week as to how fucking awful it is. So, and it's 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 becoming harder and harder to like Gareth Southgate. No, it is because he's so stubborn and and ingrained in what he's yeah. doing, despite what he's doing not working. And so you, all the positive things you have to say about Gareth Southgate, sort of fade away into this this uh, storm of just like fuck off, fuck off, Gareth. You know. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. No, as you can say, there's no no pent up anger in in no. himself at all. No, we actually really like the bloke, to be honest. Mm, mm, and, um, mm. oh, I'd love it if Harry Maguire got um gave away the penalty. Oh, Harry, mate! Apparently, Pickford saved it and and the rebound went in. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, well, Southgate will probably claim that. He'll probably say, "Oh, well, good save from Pickford. Should have got the one point. Should have got the nil nil draw." Mm, you mm. know. Mm-hmm. complaining on the sideline at the minute so uh, no I'm, I'm really happy with the manager we've got I think he yeah, can take us to the road that, that's another point just watch them lose or draw this game and they somehow try and use the penalty as an excuse for it and it, and it's it's where you go okay fine. if you're playing France in like a World Cup quarterfinal again and, and you get a horrid refereeing decision then yeah alright complain about it because that's where the margins are tight if you're playing North Macedonia mate no disrespect no disrespect to has done. It was a great team, good side, all that. But um, come on, come on, you know. And frankly, mate, if if North Macedonia is beating us, can only imagine what the whole of North Macedonia. Oh, fuck, oh, I fucked it up. Never mind. 
Oh no no no! To be fair, the the idea of the joke was pretty funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. If North Macedonia is beating us, can you imagine what the whole of Macedonia would have done to us, mate? Yeah, uh, see, it's not very funny anymore. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. I'll be here all week. <laughs> mate, I was, I was live radio. That was going. You know, I thought you were going to bring in South Macedonia, <laughs> but no, you you went for the whole of Macedonia. And uh, yeah, you messed it up, mate. So uh... I did. Yeah, slight lapse of the uh, lapse of the the, the the mind there, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's it sounds like it's still lapsing, actually. To be honest. Yeah, yeah. Bit of a lapse, mate. Bit of a lapse. But um, yeah. you know, sometimes you just got to roll with the punches, mate. So I'll I'll, I'll be back and I'll I'll keep going. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and uh, keep grinding, mate. Keep working hard. You know, just work on yourself. Yeah, of course, mate. Exactly. That's that's what it's all about, really, isn't it? You know, and. Um, Everyone knew where I was going with that, and they they appreciate the effort, despite um, you know, just despite despite the the, the slight lapse. Um, yeah, you know? indeed. <laughs> uh, Mate, um, I don't know if you I don't know if you remember, but we beat North Macedonia seven nil in the summer. Oh, good. Yeah, well, they the, are change good. Venue, the change of venue means uh, all of a sudden North Macedonia, you know, a prime time, a prime a prime side. Yeah, they're a good team. Good team. Um, can you name a single player on their team? Uh, well, I know he scored the goal. What's his name? Bardi. Bardi. What's his first name? Ah, you got me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, well, mate, all, all I can say is I might not know them individually, but I know they're a good bunch of lads. I recognise two names on this team. Oh, to be fair, I do recognise Alioski. He's yeah. the lead player. So Alioski, I played for Leeds, and the keeper Dimitrevsky, I had on my ultimate team for a couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> I bet he was bronze. Uh, no, he was gold actually, mate. Fair play to him, mate. Yeah, he, uh, he, he's, he's rising up in the world. Yeah, well, you yeah. know, Macedonia, good team, mate. They're on, a, they're on a good run at the minute. Mate, I bet you, I bet you, I bet you, were just like, oh yeah, mate, ultimate team completed it, mate. Took Woking mm. from the conference to the Champions yeah. League. Oh, of course, mate. Of course, of course, of course. Hey, the, the FA are phoning you, aren't they? Maybe. Trying to get a job in the England set. They're not. They probably will be, realistically, let's be honest. So, uh, yeah. Uh, shout out Jay from In Between Us. Good content, mate. Yeah, good bloke. Good bloke. I was watching that again last week, actually. Yeah, keen to rewatch, actually. Unbelievable. Oh, always, always good, isn't that? Always good. I, <laughs> the, um, I don't know why I just thought of this, actually, because it's not really related to what we were just talking about at all, really. Um, <laughs> That's part of the podcast, man. Mate, it's just sort of the way this thing flows together. But um, Rory, Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods had some golf league thing they were launching. And they built this, like, whatever it was, like, centre dome, something like that, like a um, like an indoor league thing. And um, it was being built in a minute at Florida, and the whole thing collapsed the other day. Oh, my God. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Um, hey, mate, I'm actually quite interested in that in that series, actually. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you take Roy McIlroy and Tiger Woods, and and their fan base is absolutely massive, and they're mm. two great bunch of blokes. And actually, I I could really get behind this thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it is interesting. It. It I, like I, I wouldn't got... want to. I wouldn't necessarily want to watch an event being played at a at a um a dome that that might collapse at any second. No, indeed. Indeed. So, um, Me and you both. You know. You know what I would say to Tiger Woods if, if I could talk to him? What would you say, mate? 
I'd say uh, you win some, you lose some, mate. Because that's always helpful advice. Sorry. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, you know, these meaningless comments. No, they're, they're, it's, it's what the public want, really. You know? No, of course, of course, of course. That's why they listen. Mate, Charlie Woods is getting, 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 getting better. I don't know if you've seen any clips. Yeah, but, um, yeah, pop clip just sort of regularly pops up on uh, on 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 TikTok or Instagram or something, doesn't it? Mate, the, the this bloke is going to receive the most unbelievable amount of hype if he does anything good. Like he, I'm pretty sure he like took part in a team event and he ended up shooting four over and six over, and they somehow included him in. You know, I'm pretty sure he probably. Pr- produce the worst performance out of the team and then the headline on UC Sport is Charlie Woods wins an event that Tiger never got to do you know <laughs> yeah 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 good player mate to be fair yeah yeah I'm sure he is actually yeah yeah he's, he's probably single digit handicapper like me just like you to be honest you know yeah just like just like you and me yep we are the same bracket mm-hmm. of player in fairness mate yeah deservedly so yes like, yeah. I'm not even sure if you should be in our bracket, mate, to be honest. No, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. I don't think I should. Uh, if, any, if anyone's, you know, state stable in this division, it's this guy, you know? Okay. 9.9 is, you know, bang center. Mm. Single digits. Mm. You know? No mm. one can no one can see that. Well, they could well, round up. That would really yeah, be good, wouldn't it? I mean... What, what I don't see why they'd round up. It's 9.9. Just for the band, mate. It's 9.9. Zero. Can't really round up from that, you know? Maybe maybe even round down. 9.8. True. Good point. You could round down as well. That's that's true. <laughs> Always forget. Always forget you're a man of many, many, many possibilities. Yeah. Many talents. You know, I round both ways. You yeah, know, jack of all trades, as it were. Yeah. Okay. Uh... Yeah, good. Yeah, I have one other thing I thought you might find amusing, mate, from this week, um, which is the conspiracy theory some have proposed that Vladimir Putin has, um, you know, passed on, uh, eaten dust, as they say. Um, uh, essentially, that that he he was in poor health. He's now passed away, and that they're using a body double in Russia to to create an illusion that Vladimir Putin's still alive. Oh my goodness! Yeah, to be fair, I heard about that a few a few weeks ago. You know, there's um, he's he, he there's signs that he's not well. Hmm. Yeah, I think there was some sort of uh, I think he was sort of swelling in his neck or something. Something weird was going on. Discoloring. Yeah, uh, yeah. Something was going on with his appearance. But hmm. I mean, <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch to say there's a a stunt double. You you'd think so, wouldn't you? You'd like to. Well, you'd like to think that. Putin's a, enough of a sort of character and um, figure that you you couldn't just replace him with a. With no, a I think people would 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 notice, wouldn't they? Right, you know, you'd, you'd imagine, but maybe. It's, I, mean, I was thinking about something. You know, if the U.S. president had poor health, would would the U.S. public find out about it? I don't know. Honestly, don't know. To be fair, everyone knew about COVID. Well, yeah, but he used it as like a publicity stunt. He there was this amazing yeah. scene where he came back from the hospital and stood on the White House balcony in front of everyone, waved, waved his arm and ripped his mask off and announced, you know, um, something like, uh, 
Oh, there was some unbelievable line. Um, like they took they they took my blood to test my DNA, but they didn't find US. Uh, they didn't find DNA. They just found USA. I think that's an actual quote. <laughs> I want to double check it. Um, Mate, is that is it? Sounds like we. I'm telling you. I'm telling I'm you. I'm telling you. We're gonna win the Champions League. <laughs> there was something else like. Trump stood there in front of the reporters and was like, the doctors told me they've never seen a body destroy and kill the coronavirus like my body did. (laughs) He's actually... As an Englishman, I would love to see him back involved up there. (laughs) He's great fan. I would just love it. There's so many just like cold moments, you know, from Donald Trump. (laughs) I mean, he comes with a lot of... uh, it's like the TikTok things, you know, like the, um, you know, like the things that are like, you know, what a stupid question. But you know what? Yeah. I watch a lot of your stuff. You ask a lot of stupid questions. <laughs> you know, oh, you're just time. so good. Oh. <laughs> My favorite one is him, like, uh, apparently had a conversation with Kim Jong-un and Kim Jong-un sort of says, I got a big red button on my desk. And then Donald Trump just replies with the uh, yeah, so have I, mate. <laughs> I've got I've got a bigger one, yeah. a stronger <laughs> one, and mine are. works. Yeah, yeah. Mate, he's, I'll tell you, it's 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 he is a, a wildly entertaining figure. Um oh. which is gonna be actually I, I don't know if you know anything about US politics, it's gonna be a problem for the Democrats because they need to find someone to beat him, and it's gonna be Biden. Yeah. And those two are so unentertaining. <laughs> yeah, wait. You know, I don't know how but a little bit of an issue for him. Didn't Biden say something like uh, there's one word that defines the USA? Has he put him with the Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's class. Yeah. I don't like Biden. I think uh, you, you know, I want a bit of I want a bit of something, I want a bit of charisma, you know, <laughs> from, from from the lads over there in the US. Bit of charisma. <laughs> Yeah. Mate, in, in all seriousness, I think there's a correlation between Donald Trump leaving and Putin just going straight into Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, I have a feeling that he wouldn't have done it if Donald Trump stays in power because I just don't think Donald Trump would have let it happen. Do you know what I mean? I think Putin's scared of how reckless Trump could be. I've got a bigger red button, mate. Yeah, and now mate. I just pressed it. <laughs> Oi. Cheers, cheers, Cheers. lad, mate. Cheers, Cheers, lad. Brilliant. Oh, well, no, it's probably not bad. It's probably a stunt double, mate, isn't it? Oh, true. Yeah, no, of course. Whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah, all good, mate. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah, thank you. Um, Did you see the news about Everton, by the way? Yes, I oh, know that is a big bit of news we've missed. Tough week, <laughs> isn't it? Tough week. Wait, wait, wait. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Sheffield United, they've got some company. <laughs> yeah, literally. They're still above them somehow. But, um, mate, the, these these things which are like CC uh, and Chelsea could get relegated. And it's it's something it's something like um, if, oh, there was this crazy stat I read, which was if, if um, I think Man City, since entering the, or, or since 2008, when their charges began, 
mm. they've had like 1,200 Premier League points. All right. Mm. Mm. And, and apparently if they, if they gave the same points deduction for each one of City's charges, they'd be on a total of 86 points since 2008. That's not very many points. It's not very many points, is it, mate? <laughs> no, I will say, uh, this, right, and this is where I have some of, of a problem with financial fair play as, as just a, a, a thing. Um, I don't doubt that Everton broke the rules. I think they almost definitely did. Um, but so did a lot of other clubs and so did a lot of bigger profile clubs. And significantly, yeah. as you mentioned, those clubs broke it in a much bigger way too. So I would have a significant issue with Everton being the only club punished for this, I suppose, is my... Yeah. Uh, oh, no, 100%. My I mean, issue. even as a Chelsea fan, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, go easy on us. But mm -hmm. um, I think I think there's a... If they're, if they're cracking down on Everton... Yeah. How on earth are they not cracking down on, on people well, who are... The point. Easily, easily much more. Yeah, in the than those so, lads in terms so of financial fair play. That's what will be interesting to see. Is is I don't doubt that the punishment evidence been given is fair. I, I think it is, but fair only based on the rules as they were written, not based on the rules as they've been employed with regards to every other club that they needed to be applied to. So, I think it'll be fascinating to see how they get around that because it, it is a bit of an embarrassment right now, in, in my personal opinion, the way that they've suddenly popped up and given Everton a ten point ban. When all the other ones have just been appealed and repealed and, and it's and ridiculous, forgotten and stuff. It's just it's crazy. Ridiculous. They came out of nowhere and just went straight for Everton. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, I'm not really sure who's 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 running Everton these days. I think obviously um, Bill Kenwright passed away, and then this Mashiri chap seems to be a bit fucking clueless, quite frankly. But um, they rather could do with sorting that out sometime soon. Or Sean Dyche is going to have a real problem on his hands. No. If he's, uh, if he's keeping them up. The good news is there's three absolutely awful football clubs this year. So despite a 10-point deduction, they've got one point off the safety zone. Mate, they're gonna have a they're gonna have to have another couple of those deductions to be competing among the promoted clubs this year, I reckon. Let's have a look. Yeah. Oh blimey. Yeah. So Burnley are on four, Sheffield United are on five, Luton are on six, and Everton are on four. So they need one. No, they need two points to climb out of the bottom three. Which I reckon they'll do. I reckon they'll do. The mighty Luton Town, who are in good form at the moment, actually. Two points yeah. from five games. Mate, I reckon they'll scratch a few points at home, you know? No, they have been, mate. They have been. Yeah, exactly. I reckon they'll oh, scratch man. some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they will. I think they will scratch some more. Have Chelsea visited Kenilworth Road yet? Uh, I think so. I'm not sure if it was at Chelsea or at uh, Luton. The first game was at Chelsea, so they haven't, which means they're, uh, they've still got to do that trip. That's a scary trip. No doubt. Yeah, about it. it is. It is. It's almost. It's almost like having an away day to North Korea. Mm, mm, mm. Along those lines, Kenilworth Road is a. It's hostile. Well, I would. All, I bet my bottom dollar that North Korea Stadium is actually nicer than Kenilworth Road. Oh no! Well, that's a, almost that's given. Almost definitely, based on the pictures I've seen. But uh, you know, don't don't need to dwell on that um, and 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 bash Luton Town too much, despite them being a sort of second world football club. Um but hey, you know, not everyone's everyone's there. West Ham Stadium kind of looked like that in the fifties and forties. After it was blown up. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Good place. Around, 